Hello there. Welcome to the Manifestation Kitchen podcast where I open our cooking pots so inspirational geniuses who heal the world with food, words, touch, movement and so much more can add their ingredients for our culinary pleasure of the soul. I am your host Victoria Dio and today we have the lovely Marta Perales. Now Marta is a photographer we met at a Tony Robbins event. She is a PLATS member and she serves her clients with empowering photography sessions, which can be transformational. Now, I have seen Marta's photography and it's absolutely stunning. So why don't you pop over and listen to our conversation and we'll see you over there soon. Take care. Bye. So here she is, Marta Perales. Hello, my love. Hello. So happy to be here. Thank you. Oh, I'm so grateful that you agreed to come. So one of the first things I always say to my guests is I always try and recall when I first met you. And I have seen you in the Tony Robbins world for a while, right? Yes. For a while. And you're a platinum member. Yes, I uh, well, my plat year was 2019, but yes. 2019. Uh, once, once you're a plat, you're always a plat. You're always so. a plat, that's right. Yeah. And I think the last time we saw each other was when we could roam the streets whenever we wanted in Florida. I know, it, it was after was it they with Destiny. Yeah, after it was. Destiny, yes. yes, yes. And I remember you walking down and we were having, we were in a burger bar, just literally just enjoying ourselves and stuff. And then that was it. And we haven't seen each other since. So it's lovely to see you. And now we see each other all the time on Clubhouse as well, which is nice. Oh, yeah, which is really, really <laughs> nice to, to hear all the all voices and imagine their faces, yes. Right, right. So... Welcome to Manifestation Thank Kitchen you. Podcast. I brought you in because I love the work you do and especially being on Clubhouse and getting to know you a bit more. One of the things that I know about is that you're so passionate about photography and when you talk about it, I was like, oh my God, she heals the world through images. Yeah. Yeah, so that's why I brought you on. And we'll talk about that a bit more. But first and foremost, you're from Mexico originally. Yes? I am. Yes, I am. And do you want to tell our listeners how many siblings you have? <laughs> I, thought I, had, I thought I had a lot of siblings. <laughs> yes, it happens that I only have 11 siblings. <laughs> Oh my god, I'm one of six. What's it like being one of eleven? You know, it's um I I don't know any different, right? right. So so if you tell me what is it like uh, when someone says what is it like to be only one or only two, like mm. it's like it's a world that I don't understand, right? Because I always grew up with uh you know with, with a lot of people around me. The the interesting thing though is that it it feels that we're like two generations, right? right because the, right. the oldest one um, was uh, took took the role of our of our father figure for sure, for a lot sure. of time. Sure, sure, so, sure. so you know, there there is like a very strong connection with the ones closer to me, and mm. and and all my sisters. I have to say, all the women. 
and uh, but with the older ones, it's it's a little bit different. It's right. not as it, it's. I would we're close, but not that close. Like with the, with my the ones that are next to me. Of course, of course, I can appreciate that. I can appreciate yeah. that. And whereabouts are you in that eleven? Where are you? So there are three younger than me. So right. I'm, okay. I'm the ninth. Yeah. Wow, because I was thinking about you today, and um, <laughs> I was thinking about you, and I was like, wow, she's one of 11, and straight away, I was like, she has to be towards the end, and this is this is my take on it, is she has to be, to be on the end, because she wants to, you know, because of the, the photography for me is more about the chance to be seen, okay. and, and the whole sort of like the lens, and what have you, and the fact that you've had to observe from afar everybody in a way and almost yeah. like now's your chance to shine you know and and that's what came to me and it really really connected to me how what's it I know, yeah that's that's what's a take what would you say about that what's your take on what I've just said and you don't have to agree with it it was just no, something that no cross my mind yeah no it's a it's a really good uh it's a really good observation i what i remember about uh, you know i've always i've never been a person that speaks a lot right i am i tend to be on the quieter side yeah and uh and when i was a kid i just remember i i used to like just look at everyone like just observe mm -hmm. right like just observe what was going on and and obviously when i was a kid i didn't link photography to my life but i just I just love, uh, you know, observing people. Like I can be, New York City is the perfect place for this, right? Like just go, people watch. Like I love, mm. love, love to watch people. Like yeah. you know, Me too. you know, when when they're talking, <laughs> like you imagine what what are they talking about, or when yes. they laugh, what yes. made them laugh, right? And then and and uh, yeah, so I just always uh, loved observing and listening, listening mm. to. Uh, but yeah, maybe later I put the two together. I don't know. <laughs> mm, mm, yeah, it was just it was just interesting. It came to me, and I was like, "Ah, oh, that's interesting. That makes sense in a way." And I can I can see that because eleven's a lot, and I appreciate that you may not all be in the same home. Um, I'm one of six, and mm -hmm. recently we 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 had a Zoom family call, mm -hmm. and I didn't realize how many of us they actually were. It was a lot of people. Yeah. You know, and even my mom said, there's a lot of you. I mean, we know there's six of us, but to have all of us in a in a Zoom call, it was like, you didn't even know, you didn't know if somebody left or not or came back or not. And you're trying to work out who it is because there's so many. And I guess people who are in smaller families of one or, or two can't imagine what that seems like. But um yeah, it's quite it's quite interesting. Yeah. So let's take you back to you now. You live in New Jersey. Yes. So what brings you? What brings you to America? What brought me to the U.S.? Uh, so when I was uh, when I was a kid, uh, a teenager, I used to I, yeah. lived, I lived in Texas for three years. Um, okay. So you know, my, my I come from a very humble, very poor family, right? Mm. My dad used to be one of those people that used to cross the border to come to work to the to the US oh, to, wow. to provide for our family. Okay. Um, so at that time, uh, you know, he, he, he used to struggle with keeping a job. So so the money wasn't consistent mm -hmm. um, in my family. 
So there was a point where my mom wanted to, like, like she had a burning desire to build our home. Wow. You know, and she said, the only way I can do that is if I go with you and I make sure that things happen, right? Mm-hmm. So she came with him and, and she brought my two youngest brothers. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and uh, the rest of us were left there for, for some time. And then my, myself and my younger sister, we both came a little bit later. So we stayed there for three years mm-hmm. um, until, uh, yeah, I guess, I, you know, I don't know how, I don't remember how things happened, but uh, I guess until she felt she had enough to, to build a house. Sure, sure. Uh, so we, we went back, eventually we went back. And, uh, but, you know, I always, um, well, the, way, the reason I came to New Jersey is because, so thanks to living in Texas um, when I was younger, I, I don't know, like English, like was very easy for me to learn, right? right like right. it was, it was super easy. Like I never found it difficult. Yes. And um, and I never, um, I never forgot, I forgot to speak it. Like I always kept, uh, you know, taking courses to improve it. So yes. when I, when I got out of college, I was very fluent, and and I took, um, I I started working, and then in my second job. I started working for for Mars, the chocolate company. Oh wow! Okay. In Mexico, so you know it's um, it's a very it's it's a very global company, right? Mm-hmm. And uh, after a few years, I moved. I transitioned to the IT division, and uh, and then I started working on global projects. And then there, right. there was an opportunity to move to. They offered me a job here in New Jersey, so I. I had to take it. That's amazing. <laughs> I had to take That's it. Amazing. So so yeah, so I'm I've been in New Jersey since 2004. And wow. um yeah. And this was when you were doing IT because I know you don't work in IT anymore. You No, I so don't. When, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I was doing IT, I, you know, working in in many different uh, global projects. I traveled a lot with Mars. I'm so 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 grateful for them for having mm. given me this opportunity to to see the world, mm-hmm, um, mm-hmm. and uh, but then you know there came a point where um, like it, it no longer fulfilled me. Like when yes. when we went to uh, when I went to my first date with Destiny, yes, I realized that the paycheck was my security blanket. Oh yeah, but it was not. I I felt trapped like I, yes. I wanted I wanted to be you know in, in the middle of the day you know maybe going for a I don't know mm-hmm. just for a walk but, but yes instead you are in an office and uh, receiving a nice paycheck right mm. so so for me I, I it was really a it, it was one of those breakthrough moments for me about what what do I really 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 want and mm-hmm. um, and at the same time, you know, during that time, like I had been wanting to go full time or to to make my photography business happen, and so yes. it just all came together in that during that time. So you wanted freedom, right? You wanted want- freedom, and and it's it's not interesting because when I mean in IT, you can get some really well paid jobs, and you get to travel around the world and 
that's somebody else's dream. And yes, yet a lot absolutely. of people, yeah, and a lot of people at some point in their life, they look at that and you realize that money is no longer a motivation. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And that the need that we have, the needs that we have or the values that we have determine how we want to live our lives. Absolutely. Isn't it it's so interesting because yeah. you you know, I have a lot of clients who come to me and say, I want a better job or I, I want more money or I want a relationship. And they believe that those things mm-hmm. will bring them happiness. Yeah. And you and I know, um, I have a lot of friends in the uh, plat community. I know millionaires who aren't happy. You know, and they're still seeking freedom. They're seeking the bliss of life. And it's really important for us to always be just checking our lives. I do it all the time where I always check my life and just go, am I still running and, what's the word, performing my my purpose? And am I happy? And am I happy? And am I happy because of X, Y, and Z? Because happiness means different things at different times to different people. <laughs> yes, absolutely. Yeah, so I find it, I really commend you that. Was this your first day with Destiny? Uh, the the one where that happened, yeah, that yes. was my first. Yeah. Wow, that's, that, that's that amazing. That was de- December 2018. Okay, oh, yeah. wow. Yeah, my first day with Destiny was... Uh, December 2016. Oh, uh, wow. I always, yeah, I, I think I always think that the, the December date with destinies are the best. <laughs> it's where you sort of like you finish the year yeah. and then you decide whether you're going to get Tony flu or not. <laughs> <laughs> it's that moment where you go in and you go, is it going to happen this time? Um, but yeah, it's a great, it's a <laughs> It's true though. Is that and touch wood? I've never had Tony flu, and I always walk out feeling really, really smug afterwards. But yes, I survived. You know, a seventeen-hour day with, with with no Tony flu. But um, I had one of my biggest uh, breakthroughs at my face first day with Destiny, and it was all around my intuition that I didn't know existed or I didn't know what it meant. Oh so, wow! Yeah, so I can hear. I can I hear what you're saying because I know how it felt when you have that breakthrough in that environment because yes. it completely changes your life. So it, I, I hear that. It does. It it completely does. But you you know it's it takes a lot to be completely honest with yourself and say well, like yes. what do I really want? Like am I willing to give this this the life that I currently have, right? Where where mm. where a, a secure job, a good paid job, allows you to do pretty mm. much whatever you want, right? Yes. Except yes. you have to be, at you know, you're at their yes. disposal, like during the yes. time, like yes. I mean, you have vacation and this and that, or 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 there is something greater within you that you need to accomplish right mm. and that's what your it's a your mission or your or whatever it is that you want to call it like that you need to fulfill 
it's 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 a hard like during that time um you know i got a lot of uh from my co-workers a lot of people like wow i can't believe you're doing this in a good way right in a yes, good way like, like that you have the guts to do this yes. because it's not many people can do it like no. they they prefer the security of a paycheck which is it's not wrong either you know no no no, I like what you say. There's no right or wrong. You know, yeah. it's just it's just the cards that you're dealt with. Interestingly enough, I love the fact that you actually made that decision and went, you know what? I know what my happiness looks like and it doesn't look like a paycheck. It looks like me having the freedom to go out there and take pictures of people and to heal people through that. I didn't, I loved my job. I was one of the weird ones who loved their job. So at UPW 2016, when Tony was saying, who wants to leave their job? I was like, no, I'm good. I'm, I'm really happy doing what I do. I earn shit loads of money and I'm very happy. And yet when all of that got taken away with me, I thought I was gonna die. I was mm. like, oh my God, what does it feel like? But I must say that it has, given me a strength that I didn't know existed because yes. I've I've lived with very little and I've lived with quite a lot mm -hmm. and what I've realized is that I was probably happier when I had very little yeah because I stripped everything back mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. there was nowhere to escape on a flight so I could have gone holiday. There was there was no going to the bars and drinking. It was literally back to basics, sit with yourself and get to know yourself. And that's when the true version of you comes out because you have to, you get introduced to Victoria again. You get introduced to Marta again and you sit there and you have a conversation that you've probably never had before because normally you're running to an office, you're running to a meeting and all of a sudden it's just you and you. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah, and it's beautiful. So you call yourself an authenticity ambassador. I do, I do. And that's, <laughs> <laughs> and that's recent. That's recent. You know what? I so it started with with uh, like I consider myself to be a very authentic person. Like what you see is what you get. Like I don't right. I, I don't even know how to pretend right. what I'm not. So, seriously, like, I've seen people, you know, trying to pretend mm. somewhere. I, I can't. I'm just... I can't. I just, and then, and then uh, you know, when I started uh, hearing a lot of people about, uh, you know, embracing that authenticity in Clubhouse and, yes. and, and actually you know, looking for people like that. I'm like, oh yeah, I am an authenticity ambassador. Like, right. like I think I think people should, uh, well, maybe they shouldn't, but I think it would be good for people to really embrace who they are and just, uh, <laughs> you know, with all of our flaws and all of our qualities and <laughs> I, why not? Like, why are we pretending to be someone we're not? I don't, I just don't get it. <laughs> Oh, Clubhouse. Clubhouse has got a lot to answer for. Um, <laughs> I tell you what I've realized about authenticity is that someone else's authentic authenticity is someone else's, I don't know, not so much 
authenticity, you know, the opposite of. And I believe that it just depends on the individual mm-hmm. because I think we've, we, there's a num and I put myself in this because I can't claim to be perfect because where I believe I'm being authentic, somebody else may look at me and go, eh, I'm not so sure. Right. You know what I mean? I also believe as well that there's so much fear out there. And I put this down to the personal development world as a whole, where there is a need somewhere for people to fake it till they make it. Mm, true. And true. They, they try to pretend to be somebody that they're not. And the idea of being vulnerable, again, means something different to each and every other person. I remember when Tony, when I first attended UPW and Tony spoke about vulnerability, I thought I was the most vulnerable person in the room because I started crying at dog adverts. Every time I saw a dog on on, on an advert, I would cry. I'd be like, oh my God, I'm being vulnerable. It doesn't mean you're being vulnerable, but to me, that was my truth at the time. Since then, I've learned that sharing my story of going from six figures to zero and then back to six figures, that zero bit for me was my vulnerability because I was mortified. I was so embarrassed about hitting zero. I didn't know what to do with myself and I couldn't hide. So everybody knew about it. And in in some communities, especially in in the African community, you're expected to succeed all the time. And I've been this really executive person at one end. And then all of a sudden I can't afford to buy um, body soap in a shop. Mm. And I'm this close to homelessness. So to me, that became my vulnerability. Mm-hmm. Now, maybe in a few years' time, I may go, well, you're not being vulnerable. That's just something else. That's you being in your significance element. I don't know. But I believe that it just varies depending on where we look at. And all we can do is just be our amb- the ambassador of ourselves. Yeah. I, I like that. I like that. Be your own. Uh, yeah, the ambassador of yourself. Exactly. Yeah. So have you, have you recruited more ambassadors? I want to know. should i should i should we start like uh some type of organization where we have a seal and yeah completely yeah yeah you get a stamp yeah you get a stamp we can open a clubhouse room and go authentic ambassadors and only if you're authentic should you come in and see what happens i love that oh we can try it right so yeah. all, so you seem to have lived a really interesting life. Um, we're going to talk about the tequila and tacos later. I find that so interesting. <laughs> Can I just say that since I went to Mexico and drank tequila, I haven't drank tequila since. I think that my taste buds for tequila died when I went to Mexico. <laughs> like I drank so much tequila, I just couldn't <laughs> handle it. And that was all, over 10 years ago. So. Oh, boy. No. Yeah, so go figure, go figure. Um but yeah, I mean, so I want to know about the photography because you you have such an interesting life and you seem to have done quite a lot. I want to know how that narrates into what you do now on a daily basis. 
Yeah, so, um, you know, for me, photography, like the, the way it started, it was my dad gave me one of those Kodak cameras that they were horizontal. I don't know if you yes. remember. Yes, and, I do. Yeah, the film, like it was super tiny and, and mm -hmm. uh, 100, I think it was a 110. I don't remember the number. Yeah. That's how it was. So, so then I just like started taking photos, right, with knowing, not knowing anything. But I think that what, captivated me about photography is the reactions it creates mm. in people right so you so all of a sudden we we are seeing photos that we took on a, the day we went on a picnic and you see the mm. kids with these smiles on their face like all of those reactions are it's like what there isn't anything else other than your memory right remembering sure. that sure. creates that that can that you can live that moment again mm. so mm. that i think that's what was so powerful for me and and i just and i loved or or just taking a photo of a beautiful landscape right and maybe trans transporting you to that place and and like daydreaming about being there one day you know um so so the so then uh, you know you the the more you get into photography you start obviously learning about it and you never stop learning by the way sure. um and uh and, and then there are different genres and then what uh you know how do which one do you choose how do you where do you want to specialize mm. and uh, and then during business mastery that I, I figured out what what do I what I really wanted to do. I I um, a few months back before business mm. mastery, I had gone to a photography conference, mm. and uh, and it happened to be that there were mostly women. I think there were probably more than close to five hundred women and maybe ten men or so. Wow! I don't know. Wow! And um, and then I started talking to one of the guys that was there, mm. and and he was telling me about the type of photography he did, and he he did boudoir, and and at the time I like boudoir had not even crossed my mind for me, and uh, and we started talking about it and said no, I I said I could never ever in my life do, <laughs> do something like that for me, and he yes. said well and he said well why not. And at the time also, I used to be very hard on myself for my body, for not, yes. for not being skinny enough. Right. So, um, so I said, oh no, I said, look, like my legs are so big and, and, and this and my belly and the, and I started naming like, oh my God, I, I, I guess the list was ridiculous. He said, but it's not, and he said, it's not about that. It's about right. if you trust the photographer, you are going to let him see, let, let him capture you in a way that you've never seen yourself before. I and, that. I, and I said, uh, I, said oh, I don't know. I, I don't know. Let, let me think about it. So, you know, the, the, the conference mm. was for like four or five days. So, so the next day I I thought about it. I said I'm gonna I'm gonna give it a, a go because I had already started my 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 um, Tony Robbins journey in right. growing and doing things that make me grow, right? In a way. Yes. And um, 
and I said, uh, okay, let's do it. Uh, you know, let's see what uh, what comes out of it. And um, at the beginning, it was it was difficult because you're in a very vulnerable position, right? With yes. very little clothes, mm -hmm. with someone you don't really know. And uh, and I said, okay, I'm just gonna trust the process. Obviously, be, you have to be smart about it too, right? Like you, if if something in your gut does not sound true, then you yes. you need to you need to stop that, right? But I, yeah. I felt very, you know, he he was very professional, very comfortable. Mm. I made it made me feel very comfortable. And and I said, I'm gonna trust the process and, and just let let myself, uh, you know, be go with the flow. Yeah. So, so we finished the session, and and by the end, towards the end of the session, you feel more comfortable, right? Even even if it's just a headshot session, sure. The you know time with the photographer and the camera in front of you, it makes you uh, makes the person feel more comfortable. So sometimes people don't understand why that why does a headshot session have to be more than twenty minutes? Well, because right. the longer you are, you, we're gonna get the more of the true you who you are sure. because at the, the beginning, essence of you yeah I, at the beginning you're gonna yeah. be tense you're gonna be you know thinking too much about am i smiling right am i smiling too sure. much is are my eyes this is my hair you know mm. and then the more time passes like you become more you so yeah. anyway so about the end of my session i was completely relaxed and then you know, we didn't have another call until what what's called the reveal uh, session, where they show you your pictures, oh and um, and I I can tell you how powerful that is because honestly, it's I I have never seen myself that way. I didn't think I could be that beautiful. Wow. I couldn't I couldn't think that. You are gorgeous. <laughs> thank you, but I couldn't think that because. You know, because I wasn't skinny that I could look good, you know? Right. I had all those limiting beliefs. Like, they're really, really limiting because they're not only, you know, not letting you see more than what you think you see. Sure. But they, they create this, um, the, you know, you're, you were, like, telling us, like, ugly mm. stuff to ourselves. Yeah. Isn't it know? so sad? Isn't it sad that we do that? It's very, very you know, sad. As a woman, I hear you. As a yeah. woman, I hear you. I, I, I always, I always think, God, how much weight have I put on, and, and you know, what, what my belly likes, how, what my boobs look like. Like literally, it's constant, and I just go, just love, just love all of you. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. <sighs> So anyway, so so I saw my photos and I cried and and Aww. I and I cried and and uh, you know and I you know I got my album and and I love those photos and every time I you know I don't feel that you know I just need yeah. like a like a pick me up sure. something like I go see my photos and it make me feel like unstoppable <laughs> and beautiful and and amazing and like a superwoman. Um, so. So that happened, right? And then when I go to business mastery, so I'm already like thinking. I started with headshots and mm -hmm. and and just portraits in general. But then during business mastery, like I was able to narrow down who I wanted to serve because that was me, right? Right. Like right. I I want to serve the other Martas in the world that sure. that think uh, that maybe. Um, maybe have too much uh, influence of the external world and 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 feel bad if they don't have a perfect <clears throat> perfect body right sure 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 
so I'm so I want to tell women that give me a chance to show you how beautiful you are. Love it. Let me Love show it. you that you are already beautiful. Yes, you may have a few pounds extra or or not, or you don't have enough pounds. I don't know, depending on the situation, <laughs> right? There's a lot of pounds, a lot of pounds. Yeah. Yeah, a lot of pounds. But it's everyone is 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 already beautiful and 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 it's when you are able to accept yourself then it's it's kind of counterintuitive because once i was able to accept myself i said i saw those photos and i said oh wow yes that's me that's definitely me wow. then uh something happened I, and i don't know how to explain this but then it's like i really wanted to take more care of myself wow I love that. That's powerful. That is powerful. That you see yourself looking that beautiful and then it just opens up a whole new realm of you going, you know what? I look this beautiful. I want to look after that beautiful woman. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Powerful. And you know what, Victoria? It's uh, when I think about how I used to be, because I promise you, like, I, I, I would say maybe, you know, 70 to 80 percent, 80 percent of my thoughts or, or at least mm -hmm. what I think my thoughts were, were just about how uncomfortable I was with myself, right? right? Like when I put uh, some jeans and maybe they were a little bit tight, like, you know, mm. or in the morning when you're dressing up and see yourself in the mirror and you're like, mm. you know, it's like mm. all, everything was a constant reminder of how uncomfortable, like to me anyway, I was with myself and 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 then um, like I said, after that, it's like, why am I why am I like beating myself up for this? So so either either I fully embrace who I am, mm. right? Yeah. Or if I don't, I can't embrace myself. Then let's do something about it, right? Sure. Yeah. So I was yeah. able to do both. I was able to embrace myself, and then Aww. because I fully learned how to accept and love myself then i was able to with more um enthusiasm more energy say yes i want to i want to take care of this body that, because i want to live you know with vitality and energy and you know all the beautiful things that tony shows so like being in a beautiful state being able to to if I go to the to China, I want to be able to go to the Great Wall and walk and go back <laughs> and and, and Peru and I went to Machu Picchu and even like that was hard. But like if I hadn't been in a in a little bit of a better trip, like that would have been difficult and I would have missed so much, you know. I love that. <sighs> I love that. I love that. I, I and I love the the passion that you talk about it as well and what have you. You can really see that it's so close to your heart. So for the benefit of the listeners, you talk about boudoir, and can you explain to people what boudoir actually means when you take photographs in the boudoir setting? Yeah. So so the word boudoir I, in French I, it means bedroom. Yeah. Um, the the genre the photography genre boudoir it's it's typically uh women in lingerie mm -hmm. right uh very mm -hmm. very feminine sexy mm -hmm. lingerie mm -hmm. and, and tasteful uh, yeah tasteful yeah 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 and uh and the idea is 
honestly, I probably need to read more about it, but the way it is, it, it, at least in my environment, the way it is just is for people to, to have that connection with their femininity, yeah. their sensuality, right? Like being able to, to see themselves in a different way if they cannot see themselves. <clears throat> and typically they people like most women can't there are women that have that possibility of feeling like sexy and sensual <laughs> all the time and all the is, time and that's so beautiful like i know some yeah, people that's, like, and that's that's <laughs> admirable seriously it's so, so you know it's being able to 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 show you right that you mm -hmm. um Yes, you can be. You can. You can be one of those women that are that that have those beautiful photos. Why not? Why not? Yeah. Just bring you closer to your to your femininity, your sensuality, your uh, your essence of being a woman. Being able to inspire your your significant other or yourself. You know, yourself mm. first. Yourself first, and then of course, definitely yourself. Yeah. yeah. I, I call it connecting to your queendom. It's something that mm. I talk about in Manifestation Kitchen. You know, I talk about women connecting to their power, connecting to their queendom, being a sovereign. You know what I mean? We are we are queens. We are queens. And whilst I look at myself sometimes and I see myself as sexy and everything else, I must say, especially during lockdown, oh, my goodness, I'm sure I've turned into a man throughout lockdown. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure I have. Honest to goodness, this podcast, doing the podcast, I think has really is the only time when I think I look like a woman because I do my hair, I put some makeup on, and what have you, and I look half decent. Normally, it's sweatpants or you know, like a, a less luxurious version of my gowns and what have you. And Lord, yeah, this sexy is not what I use to describe myself during lockdown. Lockdown, that's for sure. <laughs> So I want to ask you, I want to ask you, how have you coped as a photographer during lockdown? Because what I do know is a lot of photographers haven't been able to meet their clients. A lot of photographers have resorted to doing landscape photography to remember these times, especially being able to go to JFK and there's nobody there, for example, right? Like there's no human beings and going, mm -hmm. oh my God, if you'd have said that, nobody would have believed it. To, right. to some people doing virtual photography, where yeah. are you in, in this? What have you been doing? How have you yeah. So, So it, it's... Um... It's been it's been a difficult year for mm. sure because uh, the last thing I did before lockdown I was in um, a year ago actually I was yeah. in I was in Tulum in a, at um, at a retreat mm. and uh, I attended the retreat but I also did the photography for the attendees and it was it was yeah. it was such a beautiful experience and I you know and such a special because it was like the last thing I could do before the lockdown. Mm. So I started doing um, I I started doing a lot of walking in my town and and I always have my phone with me and I I, I always take photos of whatever like I love sure. I just love everything Victoria seriously yes. it's, it's ridiculous like you would it's see my good. you see my my phone like I have millions of photos oh. um, 
and then I live on the on the other side of Manhattan, so I have a beautiful skyline. Oh wow! Like just you know, less than three minutes walk. Okay. So uh, you know, I I do a lot of that, and and then I also did a little bit of uh, uh, front uh, front stoop uh, photos, like families in outside uh -huh. of their home. I did sure. a few, I did a few of those, but then like you know, like people started to get a little bit more comfortable. When I've been, I've I have done a few. Um, uh, branding, personal branding sessions. Oh, that's amazing. Uh, so for business owners, you know, like uh, for their website, their social yes. media, their, um, yeah, their social okay. profiles, I guess. So it, it it's not uh, at the place where it normally is, but, yeah. you know, but slowly we're getting there. We're yes. getting there. Yeah. Yes. Hopefully, please God. Yeah. And where can we see your your photographs? Do you share a lot of these, especially those that came from lockdown? Do you share any of these? I, you know, I I have a personal uh, Instagram account yes. that um, sometimes I post. I'm not that consistent, unfortunately. Right. <laughs> I, I have like, I don't, I don't know, if I tell you how many Instagram accounts I have, it's ridiculous. Oh, you have quite a few? Yeah. That's so funny. Because I, I have just one for my town, right? Because I like, uh -huh. um, I guess, no, I, but I had my that account prior to COVID. But it's just one for my for my town. And it's called, actually, it's called This is Hoboken. <laughs> Um, this is Awoken? This is Hoboken, yeah. Hoboken, so, I love so, that. So that's just for my town, like photos around my town mm -hmm, and, mm -hmm. and obviously the skyline. And then I have my the one that I personal that I use like when I travel or when I go here and there. And and then I have my business accounts. So, yeah, so I can I can provide you with those if you want. Yes, you should send them so send them to us because what we can do is we can put them in the notes because we've got a magnificent fam here, which is one of those. And am I right in assuming that this is women only? Yes, that's women. Yeah, only. this is women only, that's right? Because fam means uh, woman in French. So yes. this is women only. So do you have male clients as well? No, not for boudoir. I, I haven't boudoir. Uh, I haven't exper experimented with that. Um, okay. Yeah. But branding. Maybe. When you do branding, do you deal personal with branding? Male? Yes. Yes. Okay. Yes, yeah. and that's yeah. in uh, that's in Marta Perales photography. So all in one in in Instagram. Okay. Okay, Marta Perales photography. Let's yes. see if we can add something on here as well and just sort of like get it out there. So um, we'll do this one. Oops. We'll do this and show that one, and then we'll create another one, and we'll add one. This is all interesting. So we're um, we're using Streamyard, and with Streamyard, you can add as you speak and stuff, which oh. is really cool. Oh, that's yeah. awesome! I need to so, look into more into this tool because I've I've seen that people use it, and I like it. It's so cool! It's so cool! It's um, I, as somebody who because I haven't been um, uh, what's the word? If someone hasn't been using this for a what for long, mm -hmm. but I started using. I knew that when I was going to do my podcast, I knew I was going to do it on here. So I've only done 
one podcast on Zoom, this is this is it. And I do love it. So, okay. um, yeah, it's really cool. You so know, Victoria, see. there is something while you put that, uh, there is something that I wanted to, to tell you. Uh, one, sure. one belief that I have about, uh, about women and about how how we shouldn't underestimate the power that we have on the people around us. And that's why um, I, I honestly feel that it is really important for us to be, for us to be happy with ourselves. Yes. And, uh, and happy with who we are because, mm. because we are, <clears throat> you know, like when you throw a, a rock into a puddle or a, you know, like yes. it, it creates the ripples, right? Ripples, yes. Yeah, I honestly feel that we are that initial, like whatever mm. we do is how we impact the people around us. Mm. I, I, I am definitely, I'm convinced that a woman that is happy with who she is, with herself, she can influence the family, her family, and that's a happy family. That's a, a, a united family. And then that family has a, an effect on the community. Mm-hmm. Yeah? They co- and that community has an impact on their city and, and so on. So that's how I see how powerful women are. And, and, uh, and I, don't, I don't know if, if anyone agrees with me on, or not on that. But I, I just I'm convinced that if the woman of the house of the of the house household or home mm-hmm. is not mm-hmm. happy with herself, like I don't think that whole family is. I she, hear you. Yeah. No, Corey, carry on. Sorry. No, because that I I I just know I just know that that's how powerful women are, and, yeah. and I think we. Like I said, we underestimate it. And I can't think of a more apt statement to make on International Women's Day. So oh my International God. Women- I know, right? As you were speaking, I'm like, oh my God, it's International Women's Day. <gasps> Isn't that crazy? Oh. There are no coincidences, Marta. That's my honest belief. That's what I believe. Oh. I don't believe there are any coincidences. And the fact that you have said that on the 8th of March um, couldn't be any more relevant you know never has a truer statement been made and the ripple effect as well it's about for example you and i knowing each other we don't know each other well but we've we've gradually been connecting in different places and all of a sudden we're on clubhouse and clubhouse is bringing a lot of people closer because you find that you're speaking to people more often than you normally would there's mm-hmm. so many conversations happening on clubhouse where we would have them maybe once or twice a year if you went to a tony robbins event or if you met at another personal development event and all of a sudden you have access on your phone to speak to the same people who would travel thousands of miles to meet you in a room where you would be taught for 17 hours a day and you just about get a chance to say hello, really. So all of a sudden, to be able to have that, the ripple effects have have quadrupled over over time. And it's all about us supporting each other as well and giving each other a voice. I, I've been, I can't believe I have a podcast. 
I started my podcast, I think, in November, if that. And my approach is I listen to people. And if I feel as if there is a resonance there and I can feel the person's heart, then I ask them onto the show. If I believe that they believe that they can heal the world through food, words, touch, images, movement, whatever, I bring them onto the show. Because I believe that if I bring you onto the show, it's because I honestly, truly believe that somebody else needs to hear your message. So the ripple effect's already happening. And as I am being impacted by maybe somebody else's ripple effect, it's my duty to carry that, to, to throw another stone into another puddle to create another ripple effect. And especially with women, we really need to allow ourselves to stand on the shoulders of women, but also for allow others, other women to stand on our shoulders so that we can achieve what we need to achieve and change the world. Absolutely. So I hear you. And it, it's just, that was beautiful because I posted earlier on today about that. And the fact that you've just summed it up perfectly is is so true because the way we look at our body, I know that I'm not a size, I'm not a size 10. I'm not even a size 16. And over, over this period, I have put on a lot of weight and I'm healing my body right now with food. That's what I'm, that's my, the process. I'm healing my body because I know that I have allowed myself to eat more than probably I would normally do and stuff or not as be active as I normally would do. And I hold my hands up to that. Mm-hmm. What I what I do give myself permission to do though is to look at myself and go, but you're still beautiful. Right. And you're still hot. <laughs> you, you, you may not be able to fit into those jeans, but you're still hot. Oh, and, okay. and, and and you know, and look at and look at the pictures of yourself, like you say, of when you did fit in the jeans and go, do you know what? I got into them once, I'll get into them again. Yeah. And then love yourself to say, do you know what? It's my responsibility to love myself and to heal myself more. And and it's funny because I have friends who are very slim, who don't like their boobs, don't like their bottoms, don't like their stomachs. So it's nothing to do with the weight. It's about the inner trauma that we need to continuously work on to get rid of. And I'm not gonna say, like today when I was looking for a, you know, for a gown or stuff, and my gowns are quite big, so I'm very lucky, but I was still thinking, well, what color do I wanna wear? Which one do I wanna wear? How do I wanna do my hair and stuff? And you know, are my cheeks chubby in this one? I still do, I still do that, but I don't let it ru- rule my life. You know what I mean? Right, I right, still, yeah. I still do what I need to do. And, but that's taken me time to get to know me. And I still have a long, like you say, we're always learning, right? Yes. So I have a question for you. What would you do? How do you address a woman who she's agreed to come to to one of your photo shoots? It's something I really want to do, by the way. So next time I see you, um, we're going to have a chat. But what do you do with a woman who she wants to come in? You know she's not confident. And she tries on one of her beautiful um, costumes and she still doesn't feel comfortable. How do you make her relax? How do you, you know, what do you give her? Do you give her a prop? Do you speak to her? Because this is coaching 
to a different level because you're coaching somebody. Normally when you coach someone, there's either a screen between you because you're doing it virtually or they're dressed in clothes. You're, you're coaching someone at their most vulnerable because you can see parts of them that they wouldn't normally show. So how do you approach that? Yeah, so so it 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 depends a lot on how um, how much I know the person, mm. right? Because also if I have uh, some type of uh, relationship with the person, like she's my friend, or, or or even someone that I already know, right? Yeah. It's it's a little bit different. It's not necessarily easier, but at least I you know there is some familiarity. So, mm -hmm. but if there isn't any, if there is not much familiarity, yes. um, I, you know, I, ju I just start asking questions about them, you know, right. like, tell me about, tell me about uh, your family. Uh, you know, I, I want to know what makes them, what, what makes them happy, what makes them mm -hmm. smile, you know, so that they start to feel at least a little bit relaxed and maybe they're they're you know they're not so much thinking about like uh like i feel so uncomfortable in this uh, bra or mm -hmm. things like that right mm -hmm. like just taking their mind off of of what possibly is making them uncomfortable to to something that they you know it's in their heart already sure yeah sure. and uh, and then obviously as as photographers we are um one of our goals is to make you look your best. So mm. we are going to use posing, right? Posing. So um, so there are, there are poses that favor uh, people no matter what size they are, right? right? And uh, and then there are um, you know you can do a lot of um, with the same uh, garments like the same like you know maybe if they're very self-conscious about their tummy right yes, then we're, yes. we're not going to show their tummy right but maybe we're going to show their cleavage okay. and, and and like with a you know thin robe or something like not necessarily mm. uh, show everything or uh or, or just uh you know the, depending what which body part they are very uh, proud of, about. confident yes. about, yeah. Maybe yes, yes. maybe they have a they feel great about their butt. So we're gonna make sure that their butt <laughs> looks like fucking. Oops, sorry, <laughs> looks so amazing. It's okay, you can say what you want. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> I'm impressed that we've not we've not we've not swung as as much as we could have done. Don't worry about that. It is oh, true. Dear. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, so so you know, like we definitely. I'm. I am. If if they love their hair, their their eyes, like I'm mm. going to make sure that that is uh, enhanced and and you know shown in the photos, in sure. a way. And and maybe the ones that part that she's not so confident. I want then we're not gonna highlight those and yes. and just make you feel. What happens in during the sessions is, well, they you know people get not people women they get hair and makeup, right? So, yes. so that is uh, typically hair and makeup help women a lot. They, it, it boosts their confidence already, just yes. that, right? So they're already feeling pretty, beautiful. Mm. 
and uh, and then like I said with the posing and the the right clothes and um, and lighting and then during the session you know we're we're in the middle and, and I I see a photo that I just took and I just feel like it's a beautiful photo and I show them and most of the times they don't think it's them they're like they're like what is that are you sure that's me that can't be me that's not me and I can I, resonate with that yeah and that's it's like of course but like you just saw it. You just, like who else it's gonna yeah. be like yeah yeah and it's it's beautiful in a way yes that that I can show them like I said at the beginning uh, um something or an image of them that they they haven't seen right sure. so my job is at the end of the session is to like Let's assume that uh, you know you have like some type of filter in your glasses that don't let you see you for who you are, right? So yes. I want to take those off and just like this is who you are. This is how beautiful you are. I love that. I love that. So you almost like remove the camouflage and stuff and just lift it up so we can see our true selves, right? Yeah. Yeah. I love that. I love that. Oh, wow. That's so interesting. So before we go, I want to know about tequila and tacos. You, 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 do you have them together? Uh, <laughs> no. Sometimes, sometimes, sometimes. Not not necessarily. So listen, in, in Mexico, um, tacos is what well, you went to Mexico, right? And yes. typically it's not the same for tourists. Beautiful. Beautiful. But however, for, for us, it's I don't know what what you com can compare it to in the U.S. because it's like you, everyone in Mexico, and I'm I don't think I'm exaggerating. Everyone it could be having tacos every night or every right. during the day. Like I hear you. It's it's such a simple thing. At the same time, it's very comforting. Like when I have tacos here in the U.S., for me, it's it's kind of a special occasion. I I use it to connect to to my family, to my culture, right? I bet. I bet. And and every time I have the opportunity to go to the places that I like, I mm. I am going to take I am going to go. I like I would rather go for tacos than at a fancy restaurant. Anytime. Yeah. Like it doesn't matter when. I just I love that. It's more than the food and the flavors and everything because because Completely. they are they are delicious but it's more about like yeah this is it's, the it's, heart. It's, it's what makes me mexican i don't know part yes. of what no i hear you i hear you. Is, is that the same for tequila as well no <laughs> no you know tequila um i i just uh i just really like it i i don't like uh you know when it comes to hard liquors i don't really mm -hmm. i'm not that experience in others, but I just I just find tequila really nice to have, you know, especially if uh, if you have it, uh, you know, if it's a really good tequila, typically yes. aged, oh. aged, yes. which is gonna yes. be more, yes. Yes. Uh, maybe softer, or I don't know, smoother. Sorry, smoother is yes. the word. Then it's 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 nice, and it doesn't uh, it doesn't give me any hangover like many people claim. It's just, uh, it feels familiar. I love it. And you can also make some really nice cocktails, but I just prefer to have it straight. 
And I love the way you talk about it as if it's water. And I know it's not water, but I'm very impressed that you say that because I used to love tequila and there used to be a time when I used to talk about tequila like it's water. But um, <laughs> but I, I do love what you talk about food because as somebody who heals through food, mm -hmm. food means so much to so many people. We all eat, right? We all eat. Like We need food to, to, to survive, even if it's a small amount. It's, it's what we use to nourish our bodies. And food is, the smell of food itself, rather than the food, just the smell of food can take you somewhere. Oh my God, yeah. Uh, it can take you somewhere beautiful. And um, I've started doing cooking videos again on my social media, and I can't wait to share. And some of the things, you know, I spent 12 years in Africa, and some of those foods still make me go, oh my God. You know, because even if you have it here, it's not as fresh. It's not as, there's just something about going to Africa and having fresh fish or fresh vegetables or fresh fruits. So I hear what you are saying. Yes, yes. <sighs> well, wrapping up. Yeah. Is, is, is there anything you want to tell our listeners before we head off? Um, any yeah. advice, anything? Uh, yeah, just, I, I, um, you know, there, you were saying something at the beginning that I wanted to comment on about that you, you've worked with people who, who are, you know, who are in different, uh, stages of their life. And it doesn't, sometimes it doesn't matter how rich they, uh, wealthy they mm, are. Mm. Like they, they, they always want something different. Right. Mm, mm. And I find that just in life in general, it's the same with everything. I, if you, if we are not happy with who we are right now, with what mm. we have, mm. like something, for example, if I was if I were still uh, not happy about who I am, like with the body I have, like mm -hmm. a smaller body, a more fit body would not make me feel any different, right? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Um, if I were if I weren't happy with uh, where I live, mm -hmm. with the house, because I think that a bigger house is gonna make me happy. Like yes. it's not true. Like Very true. it's just. We just, I just want that, you know, people to, to, to be happy with who they are and what they have. And, and, uh, I'm not saying they don't need to aspire for more, but we need to, to, to learn how to love what we have so that they can, then more can come. Right? I love it. I love it. So the message today, guys, is be happy with who you are. Yes that simple well happy international women's day Marta. Oh, yeah. it's been an you absolute too. pleasure it's gone you so too. quickly but guys we will see you again thank you so much for listening to Marta and i and um yeah next time we've got another interesting guest coming along speak to you soon thank Love you so bless. much victoria thank you